live, actually live this time for the Raiders Rambles. Just like we did at Free For All. I am Jolt, chief right. host of the show. And as always, I have none other than my wonderful co-host, Avira. Hey guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day and or night. Yeah, uh, this episode is going to be super special as we are recapping the most awesome convention that the majority of us have been to. And I can't wait for that. Hope you can either. <laughs> Let's go! That's right. It is time for the victory lap. And today we have on our panel, Jay Silverwolf. That is Captain Jay Silverwolf. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey guys, what is up? I'm so glad to be here. Oh man, I believe this stream is going to be awesome. It's going to be hyped. And yes, we're going to be talking about what we did over the past uh, week or so, last weekend. Yes. Hope you're all doing good. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's get this thing started, man. Let's go. Damn right we will. We... Wait, I did, I did say live, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Joining us for the show once again, we have Blade Maverick. Yo. <laughs> what do you mean once again? <laughs> well, well, it's been a home. while since your last time, man. So it's great to have, well, you, back. have you back. Yeah, well, you got to you got to let chat know like you're saying once again everyone's going to be tilting their heads like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, I'm probably like, oh wait, he wasn't on the he wasn't on the panel, he wasn't on the desk. Where, where did Blade go? <laughs> I digress. Yeah, good to see you. Good, good to be good back. To have you on once again. And joining us on the Raiders Rambles for the first time ever, we have TM Drake. Yes, I'm here. And amazing as it is, I survived. <laughs> Yeah, right on, buddy. You're alive. Yes, I'm Super alive. Super awesome to have you. You say that as if it's a miracle of nature. <laughs> ah, just roaring along. Ah, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. So, what just happened, right? We came, we came, we made it happen, and we won. That's right, free for all 2023. Let's start by I giving us all a round of applause oh yeah another big success baby man what an incredible convention you know after two years uh, of all of this you know we're still going gung-ho and man we had a freaking blast heck yeah we did yeah I know, and, right? uh, and, and, and and hey, you know what? I, I just want to say, you know what? Even though we didn't have a lot of numbers, you know what? That's okay. To me, numbers don't don't really matter to me. We, we still pull it off. We still made it happen. We still reach our goals for the uh, charity and stuff like that. And again, I, I say and believe it, it was still another big success, and I'm looking forward to next year. And yep. we're, and you know, and, and like Avira said, you know, gun, gun, gun hole, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quality over quantity, too. You know, sure, there were less people uh, this year than there were last year, but I had way more fun this year than I did last. Like, it's just getting bigger and better, which is awesome. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, for some of the new things we were testing out, it was definitely a great way to uh, <laughs> to learn new things and new meet new people too as well. That's a good point. Yeah, because last year, you know, there were some uh, things that you know we had to learn and whatnot, and then this year we improved upon them and improved a bunch of stuff, which is great. So, uh, Jolt, uh, you wanna wanna get into some of the highlights? Well, we have just the montage for you, and what amazing timing, nonetheless. Oh yeah. Well, that's right. The organizers of Free for All themselves, in collaboration with our attendees, have put together a highlights video for this year. Watch and behold. And you might be wondering, what are we looking at? Well, it's free for all. We got sound, right? Oh, bugger. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Yeah, just, just, you know, just do the whole live captions route and play it by ear. <laughs> I just entirely saw Jolt play it, and then he says, well, we're just going to mute that. I'm like, are you sure you want to No, do don't mute it. Come on, man. The problem I have with all of this is, like, how the fuck do I share audio every single time I play pre-share? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> because it's like, I, I do it, and then it just never seems to work. It just to. never works. <laughs> well, you know well let's you just can... play it no, and, no, no. and do it live. No no. no, no, you see, what you can do is post a link for chat to watch, and we all watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just play it, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, we'll just, play, we'll just play the live audio backing, and you know what we, should, we probably should have done is that I probably should have saved the video for earlier and um, and just, and what, what do you call it? We would have just pl played the back end. Yep. And then I probably might have been able to share audio. Mm. <sighs> All right, so here we go. Mm -hmm. There's you, purple yes, boy. The purple man. You know, I would have loved to justify <laughs> purchasing a $250 cloak and be all like, I am the king. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think you can, you can fight me, Rolo? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. We got the big hits coming up. Uh, this this all takes me back. Uh, yep. There you go. Oh, nice, I would totally love to have shot someone. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, I'm so bad at this game. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Well, it was fun, right? <laughs> but, but hey, it was great. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, we might actually have to buy you a Nintendo Switch so you can um, resolve a thing called skill issue. <laughs> That's what the kids call it these days. That's what the kids call it. <laughs> Oh, I haven't really played. Uh, that would be the first time for me playing Smash in like a long time. Ten plus years. Oh, that's so great. Look at the, I love the lighting there, yeah. too. <coughs> there's Lori, there's Blade. Next to Jason. That's mine. <gasps> I got the snake! Yes! <laughs> My... I still. I will admit to chat. My posture was not the greatest on that stage. <laughs> hey, I. You know what? You did a phenomenal job. You really did. <laughs> There's Foxler. Hey, cutie. <laughs> There's Ali Pop. Joel. No. There's UTM. There's peace. <laughs> The ball pit, the magnificent, glorious ball pit. Uh, 
Yes. You know, I always I kept saying to myself, when can I get a photo with both Drake and Terra in suit? And I just ugh, for whatever reason I didn't. And I would have titled it Two and a Half Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. After all, I mean I did it's been brought to my attention that I was called a squirrel wannabe. Man, look at these shots, though. This is incredible. I've never seen so much energy before. At least, like, when it comes to last year. My goodness. Ah, check it out! The Congo line! Here we go! Ah, here we go, the pieing. I need a pretty expensive. Oh, poor Jason. Oh, look at his face. You're such a good guy. Hey, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, you freaking nailed her. And, and what's funny about that is she said that she just dyed her hair and she had um like a little beanie on. She's like, okay, please like don't pie my face or whatever, like like in the hair. But and then the whole audience was chanting, take it off, take it off, take it off. And she's like, all right, fine. She chucked the hat away, and hey, you know what? It's all for charity, right? I mean, how cool is well, that? You know, the thing was is that I didn't know why they were chanting that. So when they did that, I thought it was to, you know, like I told her, I was like, hey, let's not get your beanie dirty. I had pure intentions. Everyone else, all of you were just like, nah, buy her hair. I'm like, I don't want to get your beanie mm -hmm. dirty. <laughs> but... All things considering, I shouldn't say I don't want to get your beanie dirty. I think I got her thoughts dirty <laughs> after the line I delivered to her. Well, she she looked very disappointed before and after. <laughs> I gotta say, <clears throat> but hey, you know we all had fun with it. It, it was great. Oh yeah, oh dude, it, it it was awesome. And I, I I was gonna say too, um, that rave. Oh man, dude, I I just gotta say all the raves that that, that I gone to. Yes, that one was probably like the best one I've ever gone to. Like I had so much fun. Like not not, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I got like okay, I didn't pass out from heat exhaustion this time, but I was going hard. And I had to like take a few breaks here and there in between because like I was in fursuit for most of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta drink that water, man. Gotta stay hydrated. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I think during the rave, I did go out to the um, fursuit lounge a bit and went back in. I, I, I mean, yeah. speaking of fursuit lounge, I only ducked out there twice during the dances, but I walked in there and was like, awesome. Thanks for the reminders. And we have yeah. some good accompanying artwork, too. It's nicer that oh, it's yeah. much closer to the uh, rave hall this time, so it's easy to get out and back in. Like that, it was on the other side of the building. That's a good point, Drake, actually. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't outside of the building, per se. It was, like, on the opposite side. So some of the, like, the responses that we got from last year, they said it should be closer uh, to certain things, like the panel rooms. So we kind of had to switch them around. And, uh, yeah, the, that worked out very well. And luckily, too, because by the panel room, the AC kept breaking down, if I remembered, so... Oh goodness! Oh, um, we had fans and stuff and water stations. Yeah, it did. The uh, panel room by the AC actually during the power outage we had a brief power outage, so one of these systems uh, was giving problems. So I know our our resident, uh, what's his name, Butters, was working really hot and really hard in a hot kitchen. So when I stopped by there a few times. That was totally I think the uh, yeah the setup for the fursuit lounge was actually really useful because when I walked in there I'm like oh thank goodness for the people because 
because it is you can say like oh it's a small room i'm like no that's what you want you want the air the cool air to stay in that room as much as possible the further out it is the more space it is the harder it is for it to be you know cool in that room so having cool it very well so which is really yeah. good too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, and another difference they had was <clears throat> what i do okay sorry oh. uh, they had a few of those like fans outside of the dance area like in the hallway by like the main areas like when you walk past you could just like chill out there too like it wasn't exclusively to the headless lounge and that's that's that was a good idea too which i think it was something that they suggested last year that they did so that's good yeah i remember standing in front of the, one of those fans like after dancing like crazy i'm like oh thank god i don't have to walk all the way to the headless lounge like it was just there <laughs> was <laughs> so, that was a good the events manager was able to i guess last year i didn't know they could break that one wide open area open hmm. that side of the dance was you know so it was open this time it wasn't last year so they didn't oh, know yeah, they that's right. got open so they were able to open up some areas for us which was nice but they had better circulation that way yes that's a good point too because uh, the walls were open because uh, last year they had like both of the walls closed on each side uh, which kind of like separated like the dance area which is which was fine i mean it worked out okay last year but uh this year was pretty good because like you know you can like go to the side I and mean, we had like all the tables and stuff set up like by the window area and that worked out great I was <laughs> sorry. I was totally confined to the con store. I was confined to the majority of the time in the con store there, so I didn't get to really fully enjoy the con. But I had work yeah, to do. Someone out. Yeah, I was at the rest I mean, area most it, of the time as well. I mean, I might not have seen much of you around, but we really take it from me. Like, we really appreciate the you know help that you've done. Like, we really appreciate our volunteers. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. And I have to say, man, uh, Blade, you did a fantastic job with the con store. I mean, my goodness. I, I think you sold, like, how many items? Like, like a bunch. We saw, uh, So I had a pen and paper, and I, I tallied up the results and stuff like that. And the store uh, sold out about 30-plus items to people. Okay. Hey. And, you know, considering, like, how small of a con FFA was... That's pretty darn significant, and you really, you oh, did a fantastic that, job with that. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, uh, well, actually, yeah, I can, people can, but the problem was, is I was there, at, so the, the rules of the staff were that if you are in any position in the facility of the building in your designated areas, you either have to have one or two people at all times at the station until it's either shut down or designated as uh, non-essential. So the con store ran for at the morning from like uh, 10 a.m. to about 2 p.m. So I was stuck there usually by myself. So the co-worker that I was with, uh, she would go and go visit her husband and stuff like that and move around. She wasn't feeling too well. She was a little bit depressed half the time. And for myself, I usually keep myself high energy. I'm very positive. I told her, I said, you know what? You go out, you go have fun, spend time with your husband. I've got this locked down. And she looked at me and she's like, she's no, no, I'm fine. I'm like, no, no, don't argue. Go as your superior, go. And she's like, what do you mean superior? I'm like, Lakota put me in charge. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I feel you there. Uh, I, I, I think like, I was. <laughs> oh, God. I straight up, to, I straight up, I said, I joked with her. I said, "Don't argue with your superior. Superior tells you to go take a break. Go spend time with your husband." She's like, "Oh, okay, thank you." I'm like, "You're welcome." Oh <laughs> my goodness! But yeah. I, but to be honest, I did prefer being with the vendors because I got to talk with some of the other vendors, especially the ones that were from the Safari Sanctuary. Yes, Safari Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yes, and. and and I actually managed to buy an item from the guy who sold the videos there. And I am so happy I actually came to this convention because I picked up a copy of uh, Baggy, Monster of the Mighty Nature. And that uh, movie series, uh, that movie is no longer, I think, so far allowed on streaming services anymore. Because the last time I tried looking for it, it had been like IP removed or copyright striked or something like that. And I couldn't find it more. So when I went up to his vendor, I was looking at his videos and stuff and I saw Baggy and I'm like, <gasps> and I just snagged it. <laughs> hey, good catch. So I plan to take that video. And when I go visit my girlfriend, me and her are going to watch that. And for next year's con, I am bringing her oh, with go. me. I'm going to, I'm going to quote unquote, kidnap her from Maine and bring her down to Oklahoma again for the next Furcon in 2024. And uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to see if she's able to get on staff with everyone else. And she'll be with me on the con store. So that way we have two people there. And so that way my coworker from last year or well, last quote, quote unquote, last year, she can actually spend time with her husband and run around and have fun at the uh, convention. Right, right. Okay. But other than other than that, it was really fun working at the convention store. I did my damned best to try to make everything sell. I literally, when the day of the rave showed up, or the day that the rave was scheduled to be done on that day, I pulled the uh, glow necklace thing to the front and pushed all the products to the back. So that way when people walk in, the glow stick was the first thing up front on the table. I just straight up tried going up to people, and I pitched the line. I said, hey, did you know that the rave is starting today? We've got this here, and I just pointed to the rave. I said, how about you buy this so you can glow as bright and shine? How about you glow and you shine and glow as bright as the stars on the Star, star, the star Spangled Banner? Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I tried to go. pitch that idea, and everyone says, oh, I would, but uh, I think, Drake, you you when I try to pitch that to you, you'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. I've got something that will blow everyone's mind. I looked at you. You, you show off. You show off with your fancy, uh, your fancy, your fancy sound level, uh, like Rawr. necktie thing. <laughs> I've got Drake enough. Had, I've got enough glowy stuff. Yeah, Drake had this. Well, like, I, I wish like Wolf had it in the uh, combination video. Uh, Drake had this nice like necktie piece thing that whenever it, when there was sound activating around him, it absorbed that sound and calculated it through his necktie or his like uh, necktie. You mean my tail? My tail or your tail? Yeah. yeah. And then it like and it just showed the beat to it. But basically, it was showing full bars because it's so loud in the rave room. Oh, um, I just uh, want to highlight a live comment here uh, in our chat from Alipop. She says, "Hey guys." I had such an awesome time. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, such a wonderful time. 
with all you and others at FFA, especially how I got to dance with Jolty. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, that was so cute, Allie. Yeah, <clears throat> amazing. That was a really fun rave, too. I would say a lot higher energy than last year. Uh, again, like, as you said, Blade, you know, sure, it was smaller than last year, but, like, man, the energy, it was way up there. It was great. Yeah, it's... Uh, when I when I first like walked through the doors, I saw the building. I said, "Okay, okay, this is not a very big building. It's not like the ones you can compare to like Chicago or New York or Los Angeles and stuff." I'm like, "Okay, this this is fine. This is nice." And because I work, my mom like works and she did a bit of construction. She used to be a realtor, and she told me that like not like every building has a specific design to it for what it's trying to accommodate and for how fresh and new this con is for only being two years old at it getting at least those numbers in my mind for like no matter what i don't even know what the last year's con numbers and i don't know what the current ones are now but seeing the people showed up i said no this this was sizable this was sizable for the building it was and even if it's a two-story building we were given access to the first floor and it's just like no there it was moderately filled yeah. Correct. Oh, and well, speaking about numbers, um, when not. it comes to our charity, you know, this year we only had a goal of about four thousand dollars. Now, mind you, last year we had a goal of three thousand, and if we hit that, our con share and guest of honor would get pied in the face. Now, <laughs> yep. this year, with our goal of four thousand, there was a particular bid made by an individual that put us over the edge. And it was a uh, it was a meme number, but my goodness, it, it it worked. And I thought this was fake at first when they said that they made four thousand dollars and thirteen cents exactly. I was like, no, no way, is that real? And they're like, yeah. And of course, we have our resident dragon here to thank for that. Hey, that was a good number. <laughs> It's a great number, man. It's like Satan's blessing. Now, I on the same item, I bid four twenty sixty nine because you know for the memes. But then when you did that, I was like, okay, that's kind of perfect, and I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> yeah, like, I walked through the the silent auction room for a green dragon flash, and I was like, four twenty dot sixty nine. What is this? The meme game now. <laughs> and then, and then Drake basically you one up the. And it's like, there are some metalheads in the fandom. <laughs> oh yeah, I know yeah, that, for sure. I, I know you asked me if you're to actually read off the uh, silent auction bids. The one thing that I've learned from re going to silent auctions with my mom a lot is you never read off. You never read off what someone bid for a silent auction for the winner because one that can actually very much discourage people who come to the next kind of like those auctions to ever Ew. bet anything because most people go there. They, they know it's for charity, but there is a underlying sense that even if you try to bid someone there will outbid you. And the, if the person shows up again, they will, they will <clears throat> most likely not bid when that person throws up their hand to bid because they will try not to compete with that person intentionally. Yeah. Drake. <laughs> so but I was thinking, okay, because like uh, we had like a like a Lego Pokemon thing, so mm -hmm. I just bid 150 because you know 150 yeah. for all oh, just you know the Pokemon crap, whatever. Yeah, the Pokemon number. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's why I did not call off numbers ah, okay. because because it can very much discourage people from wanting to you know uh, bid next year and stuff like that. 
and in most cases, like I, like I'm sure most people say, well, yeah, Avira has the money, but then again, there's no guarantee that you will bet next year, and you may just say, nah, I don't feel like bidding this year. I want people to try. Well, yeah, that's why I didn't bid on anything that anybody else bid on. Right. Ever. At least not during the silent auction. So for those in chat that missed it, there we had a silent auction, and there was there was a few people doing quite a few bidding awards. One of them, obviously, was Nova and Drake. I had well, my own. I technically with... was was waiting to the very end, like I do on eBay. Oh God! <laughs> oh, no. this is yeah, you got me. Okay. The auction went on throughout the entire of... con. Keep in mind. Oh yeah. Watch oh, I know the silent did. Yeah. So. The top, so the majority of the items that actually had a bidding war going on, sorta, but yes, Avira and no, uh, Avira and uh, Drake did have a bidding bidding war, even if it was last minute. They had like they were going after that dream green dragon. There were two art uh, art drawings drawn by Cabs, and that one had a massive bidding war going. There was another poster signed by Cabs and Jason Effects. That one had a bid going on for it, and then there was this really cool, unique looking flask that. The bidding war started between me and Peace Wolf. It started with Peace. I jumped in and bid that. She bid next. And pretty much, we just pretty much ended up doubling it. <coughs> wow, really? Wait, 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 what did it start at? So the starting bid started out at $20. Okay. She bidded, uh, she bidded $25. I jumped in with $50. She jumped in with $55. I jumped in with 60. Uh, then then Cabs jumped in with 75. Oh, then my goodness. In, then I jumped in with 76. She jumped in with 77. Then I just went in, went, went in with 80 and then did my name and with an angry face. Then the bid stopped. And when it came around to me, I won the flask. But what I did at the end is I took the flask and gave it to Peace Wolf. And I told her, I said, as your new co-worker that came here for the first time, I had to give my boss shit for the first time <laughs> oh that's amazing man heck so, yeah because here's the thing realistically that i <clears throat> i would have had no way of really using that flask in any material way and i thought it would be better because at peace wolf's house she's got quite of a collection of stuff if she's gonna have stuff on display it's better off put at her house but i wanted to give her shit for it i just i had to be just the shark nature just I had to fuck with somebody. <laughs> yeah, and you totally nailed that <laughs> that that shark mentality up until the end when you freaking pied her in the face. <laughs> oh god, oh, oh, that was gnarly. <laughs> that oh, was so god. crazy. Uh, I, I I wish there was an actual video you, that was shared. I know someone from the Raiders chats did physically record it. He was laughing his ass off, and he says, "I got it all. I got it all." So for those in chat that you missed it when you don't have when you weren't there physically to see it. So we were doing so yeah, we had to bid to see who would pie cabs, Jason, or Peace. I was I had one I had this line all set up. Either it was could be done for cabs or peace wolf. It just did not matter. I was ready to bet and I had the money for it. But cabs and Jason had gotten uh, bet on and there was just a competition. Uh, for the bidding to pie peace wolf and stuff and i ended up bidding what was it like 705 dollars to pie, pie her 
I go straight up, jump on stage, grab the microphone, pull it off, come back down, and I just lean in, put my hand on our shoulder, and I, I just had to deliver the line. I said, I straight up said to her, I said, you know, I'm going to give you the best kind of cream pie that only a shark can give. I know, I, and you called her a good girl and just slammed I it. Could, she she immediately grabs the microphone from me because there was a condition that if someone bet, uh, bid 600 for her, she had to say that phrase. She grabs the microphone, says, creamy daddy, and I jump, I put the microphone down, grab the pie, hold the back of her head and lean her head back and then say, you're such a good girl. <laughs> I just push it into <laughs> I was not expecting every the whole crowd in the room to just burst out laughing. Cabs nearly dropped to her knees as well as Jason. Everyone to my right was about to fall over laughing. <laughs> man, man, that was great. They didn't even like do the countdown. You're just like, nope, let's just go. <laughs> that was great. Hey, hey, there, there, there is no such thing as a countdown when you give a cream pie. <laughs> okay, hey, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but anyway, there's that. I thought that was the highlight of that con, and just everyone was like, everyone was calling me mad lad. Everyone, it's just like there was a lot of praise coming from that because everyone said that was actually genuine. The highlight for that con mm -hmm. was just that moment there. <laughs> I said, I'm like, oh, I hope it goes viral because it's. It will, it will definitely show people that, especially for myself, this was my first ever FurCon going to, and the first ever one that I volunteered for, and I plan to go and volunteer for a lot more other FurCons if I can avo uh, afford it and such. But th this is the first one, and for you know all the controversy around it and stuff like that, I would say it's it was a very, very, very much an enjoyable first-time experience stuff. So with people being hesitant i've talked to many of the furs i told them where i went a lot of them rightfully so basically you know nervous about it saying well i've heard things about it i'm like yeah sure you've heard things but give it a try because i've had a few furs say they say i'll go if you are going there i said oh i'm absolutely going next year so if you don't feel comfortable going by yourself i will encourage you to go by me going and then they said all right deal so you might have maybe three or four extra furs coming to FFA tomorrow, or not tomorrow, blah, next year. Heck yeah. Awesome. All right. So that definitely was a very good turnout. And you know what? We were looking at it too, and there were, and there were a great show of hands for people who said this was their ever first con and their first ever free-for-all. And yeah. And I, like, I could actually imagine the experience for everyone was like so positive across the board. Dude. Oh yeah, uh, there was one person I, I forgot his name, but he said it was his first con ever, and um, he actually went down to the dance floor and like actually had a really good time. Yeah, he was kind of like breaking out of his shell and stuff. And yeah, you know, we danced, we partied, we had a blast. That's what's up. That's what's all. <laughs> That's about. what's up, right? <clears throat> And all up, though, you know what? And then there's me, the, the possibly the most requested person in the um, in the group. Oh, dude, heck yeah, bro! I mean, I I was just so excited to to, to see you, and um, yeah, I was just really looking forward to it. I mean, it it was such a pleasure, man, to to see you and uh, hang out with you for for that weekend. And uh, I do look forward to to more and more, you know. 
Oh, and Jay, I just wanted to extend a really big thank you for everything you've done, you know, for our whole con, you know, running like two panels with us. You were on uh, the, the Raiders one. You helped out with Cody. Man, Cody's panel was great. Oh, we should talk about that in a second, too, because that was, oh, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and hey, man, I, I, I really appreciate it. And uh, um, it. It was my absolute pleasure, and um, that that was also a lot of fun too to be with you guys on that um, live at FFA. Um, uh, we we should definitely do it again, you know. Hey, we got a whole year to plan it out, so absolutely. Yeah, yeah heck yeah! But um, yeah, um, also uh, um, the, uh, the 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 game panel with uh, me and Cody, the uh, um, the mystery soda game. <laughs> uh, Oh man, that that was a lot of fun. And uh, actually, you know what? To, to be honest with you all, and and to ones who are watching, um, that was actually my very first time actually doing a panel or uh, being part of a panel or helping out. And uh, honestly, like that was just a lot of fun. I, I had a blast. And uh, even though we we did run kind of short, and we were not kind of quite expecting it to go that long, but uh, um, hopefully, me and Cody can definitely um, plan better and uh, hopefully um, get more time as well. Uh, Man, you did a great job. I, I will say, yeah. though, I was kind of not looking forward to... Okay, so after round four, when I, I think you made the announcement that... As, either you or Cody made the announcement. You're like, okay, so round five is going to be really gross, and like you felt bad for anyone involved, but I think I tied with someone, so I had to be in round five, and I'm like, oh, goodness, what is it? <laughs> and then the soda we tried was like that freaking corn, like the buttered corn grossness. Oh, dude, I almost puked. <laughs> um, it, it, that it was, was so bad. It, it was the uh, sweet corn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that was horrible. You, you know what? I uh, um, when, when, when I was about to open up the bottle and start pouring, I mean, I was going to hold my breath, but I just wanted to smell. I was like, oh, okay, that's actually not, not too bad, actually, for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know i i started pouring and i was like oh boy here we go <laughs> well when you said not to smell it you know everybody smelled it right like we had to <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay maybe it's not gonna be that bad and it, it was okay at first like after the bubble stopped and then there was like that buttery aftertaste and oh god i i couldn't even <laughs> i'm just glad that i didn't have to drink the ranch or the pickle <clears throat> um you know what uh kind of behind the scenes actually i did manage to try the uh the ranch and pickles and uh it wasn't that bad actually i i drank it like, like it was no problem it, it, it's probably because um uh, for me i i am a ranch guy i i love ranch and um i also like pickles too so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean again that that does definitely a lot of fun definitely a blast and um especially the uh um the video that the cody put together the whole intro like just amazing like absolutely amazing dude, and um if you guys, if you guys haven't seen it i definitely recommend to go check out his channel and watch it like it is so good like so well done oh yes um his his introduction video it's on cody wolf's uh youtube channel yes yep. and um man i was so impressed with that production like <laughs> i didn't expect that oh that was really good but he's super good at that kind of stuff. Just for oh, behind-the-scenes stuff, we were, um, dude, we were actually doing a lot of the filming for that the behind-the-scenes stuff during um an expedition that we took last week, right before free for all started. Oh and yeah, yes, 
100% was hosted in and around the um the Yellowstone National Park area. We'd um but but it must have been like a day before too because you know at the end of the video it shows him running yeah. to the con center and like holding the mic and everything so like and, um, he was um doing yeah. the chick you know what's it called like he just grabbed the Chick-fil-A. Chick yes. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat that. Come on. You got a panel to run. Oh, come on, Joe. You got you, you, you have to play the auto. Come on. Ah, uh, look at this. This is so great. <laughs> Oh, here we are, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> Look at those feet paws. Astounding. That's too good. I mean, I and this is perfect timing too, like like when the thing blew off his face. Oh, the uh, the the newspaper. It's like he, we just what's it called? <laughs> he just had the itch to um keep record behind the scenes. He just had the itch. He's like, oh, let's stop over. Can we record me in suit? Can we record me in suit? I want you to rec uh, help me record while I'm doing this pose, and so on and so on. <laughs> But you know what? It it just it worked out. That sparkle dog next to you. No, you silly. <laughs> I mean, it actually made me wonder. And I was like, yeah, he totally got a, a Dayton Attenborough impression. You know, impression. Oh yeah, and it was just perfect. All that snickering. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean. It was just funny, like, local local Blue Wolf runs all the way from Yellowstone to Tulsa. Yes, and this is a good scene, too, like, when he goes inside and, like, gets changed and his clothes, and he just starts running through the, through the fields. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta go! Run, boy, run. Run, boy, run. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Jolt, well, I'm gonna ask you this and everybody else, um, after this, what is your favorite thing that happened at FFA? Like, let's just go through everyone. I mean, you know me. It just had to be the fact that I um, I was hosting the, my our show live. Well, not really live from <laughs> free for all. But the sheer fact of the matter is, I think there was just everything about it I loved. Like, this, despite how it all turned out. I, I, I was like looking at the schedule and I'm like, oh, hey, Vera, you mad cunt. How, what, the heck? <laughs> what the heck did you just do? And now I'm like, okay, now I have to sit down on a panel host and do public speaking. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it, man. We all did. That was great. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, Jay, uh, what about you? Your, your favorite, favorite thing from FFA? Oh, man. Uh... I probably have uh, two favorite things, if that's okay. Um, probably uh, hanging out with the uh, charity and hanging out with the snakes. That's one of them. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, seeing and hanging out with, with, with you guys and uh, my other friends who were there, like those are probably just like the best part for me, honestly. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And um, oh, and, and of course the, the 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 panels, of course, yeah. So three three things. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Blade, uh, what about you? Uh, what about you? Uh, what about me? <laughs> I mean, like, what what was like the most super awesome fun thing that you did at Free for All? Uh, not gonna lie, it was the auction. Yeah, you nailed that for sure. Yeah, just the auction and being able to pipe peaceful shapes. That that was fun. 
Because, I, I mean, I came there to work, so most of the time was at the uh, con. Oh, wait, no. There was one thing just at the end of Sunday where I had some free time because the con store closed early because it was the Sunday and the last day. I went to the game room, and I actually got to try out a new board game that I'm actually going to buy and also donate to my local tabletop shop that I have here that's 30 minutes away. Uh, it was called mm. Epic Mini Dungeons Adventure thing, and that was real fun. Yeah, like I was actually there last minute because I was thinking I was. What happened was I was actually about to throw myself into the la one of the last events of the day, the death metal musical chairs, because I had, I had the fursuit and all and all that. So I was thinking, where's everyone? So I ducked into the game room, looking um, you know who's who's there, who's there, and I was like, and one of the other guys who attended was was um was about to duck out for it, and I was like, okay, I'll switch with me. And you know, I actually ended up liking that game. It was, um, it was a pretty fun experience. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was there for most of the musical chairs. I didn't like participate because I was like super dead. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it looked really fun. No, like, I looked at it and I was death like, "Death metal was pretty energetic." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Totally. I was like, I yeah. was actually told all things about that musical chair scene. I was like, "Oh, they they made everybody work and run." I, I I was about to say like you know someone said like you know hey let let let's pretend like it, it it's a mosh pit. <laughs> you go around and circle and circle in the mosh pit. <laughs> I know right, or just bang into each other. Yep. So uh, drink. What about you? Uh, was that like your favorite thing or? I really did like the musical mosh pit, uh, musical chair mosh pit. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, the the uh, fun with the staff on the last night with the uh, ability to shoot all those Nerf guns. And I properly made sure I only had seven or less in my clip because that was California law I'm used to. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't pull out the 100 round. So had okay, 100 fair round. enough. Yeah, so that was actually kind of fun. And, oh, yeah, big plugs for Arcaney for pulling through on our reg system. We didn't have to actually deal with anything with the reg box issues we had because we built it our way. We did it everything our way. <laughs> so the system worked great. So uh, we're, more years to come on that. I'll be working with him some more on moving that forward to the next, hopefully, next uh, next round as well. Nice. And I, I will say, you guys really did do a good job with that. I forgot who the other person was who was running Reg, but I think it was a lot better and like more expedient than last year. Because last year, if you remember, um, people were like waiting in line for quite some time because they were trying to like get everything together and all that. It took like a while. But uh, no, uh, this year, it seemed like the system was pretty on the ball, this stuff. Our goal was to keep things as simple as we can and somewhat expandable. So this this way we can move hardware around and hopefully next year um, it's streamlined just as much depending on how much, uh, depending on who's working with us on Reg as well. So, we, so we're not really just running around. It's actually all working great right out of the box. But yeah, that's that's one of the fun things that I thought was quite interesting on the first night. But then after we made a decision he had to get something simple <clears throat> so kudos to arcane for really coming through on this project oh yeah he did a fantastic job seriously you guys all did so uh, for me uh, my, my favorite parts of ffa oh, my goodness there's quite a few but I, I will say doing um the panel of fursona psychology um i was a little 
disappointed at first because like when I first like right five minutes before it happened there was like two people in the room and I was like oh no like this can't be real then like I waited like 10 minutes and the room was packed with like 35 people it was crazy and um yeah I I've done this panel before once in 2014 back at uh for affinity united and it was just super awesome. You know, we had audience interaction. You know, people were talking about their characters, like wh why they chose certain things, like <clears throat> uh, Peace and Jason Cabs, like uh, they stopped by. And I think it went really well. You know, after the panel, you know, people were telling me how it was very informative and they really liked it. So I was like, oh, thank goodness I did a good job. You know, I didn't have too many props or like anything like that. But that was really cool. You, you did really good, Avira, and um, I, I was going to say, like, um, I, I definitely learned a thing or two as well after what you were talking about and explaining, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, that that's really cool, man. I, you know, I tried to be, like, informative but not being boring. You know, I wanted to make it entertaining, you know? Oh, yeah, I yeah, think definitely. that was kind of the same goal we had, too, because this, you remember, I this was the first time I was hosting a panel, too, and I just got the jitters, and I'm like, how long do I got to wait for? How long do I got to wait for? When can we start? When can I go live? <laughs> And it's like, I know, I know, yeah. The same thing, you know. All we had to do was yeah, wait so 10 minutes and like 30 people popped in. So that was great. Like, furries are not the best things to showing up because it's like, oh, I want to suit up. I want to I wanna show up in suit. And I'm like, but I was like, I was sweating so hard in the in the panel room when I was watching your panel wave. You the first suit psychology, well, the furry psychology and all that. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah, because you were in full yeah. suit and stuff. So uh, I can yeah, imagine. Then, and not to mention the Tulsa heat wave too. It's like I walked out and like I walked out of Tulsa airport. And I was like, oh man, this is so stuffy. Like, oh. <laughs> well, you, you okay. So um, this is one complaint that I had about the like the way it was logistically organized, because last year we had all the exits and opening doors, you know, like opened, but this year we only had one. And that was around the side of the building. So even though it was, like, really close, like, uh, the hotel was, like, right next to the building. Like, that was fine. But you had to walk all the way around to, like, this one door. And in, like, 105-degree heat, even, like, a minute walk is still, like, a, ah, you know? It's a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I, I noticed that, too. Like, um, the, the, the side doors of whatnot were all closed or locked. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they did that for security reasons, and, like, I get that. That's all good. But I think next year we might want to have the the main door open, you know, like, by the window area, because that's what we had last year. Mm, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'll throw on a suggestion or whatever. I'll bring that up with the uh, one of the other staffs on there. But, yeah, the uh, yeah we, we actually had the main door open. Um, that was actually where Reg, Reg was. So we can what we can monitor stuff much better because it's actually from where we're sitting but depending on right. how, how next year goes we'll see see if you get in the other doors right by that makes a direct path out the back those are actually nice doors to go in and out and, and that's a very good point um I, I think it was a good idea to have reg in that area like right by the game room mm -hmm. that was a good idea instead of like right by the the window main door area but mm -hmm. yeah um, also, I, I was going to say to Jolt real quick, um, last year, um, it was my first time going to uh, FFA, and it was also my first time in Oklahoma, in Tulsa. <laughs> and uh, what, what's pretty funny is that um, when I got off the plane, I was inside the uh, tunnel, and I, mm -hmm. I, I felt the heat. Now, 
me being a native to Arizona and from Arizona, I felt the heat and I was like, ha, this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, you're used to that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, when I when I was shifting from like over from Arkansas over to Oklahoma, like when I crossed the border from Oklahoma and got into Tulsa and stuff like that, the temperature was rather cool and manageable. But then again, I was, you know, most of the time was spent inside the building. But I could feel it when I went out at times to relax mm-hmm. and get some sun rays and stuff like that. Just like, ah, God, the building's too cold. Step out. Oh, it's not even hot enough to actually warm myself up out here. And then <laughs> immediately when the con left, drove yeah. two hours, went past Fayetteville. As soon as I got past Fayetteville, all of a sudden the humidity came in. I'm like, oh, God, it's so hot. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. Because last year... Um, it was mostly like it, it was sometimes overcast, and I, I think it rained a couple of days, but oh, yeah, it was yeah. still 80 degrees and it was like super humid. But this year, it didn't rain once at all, and it was like a hundred degrees with a blistering sun like the entire time, so that was kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, and also, uh, last year, um, wasn't there like a, a tornado warning too for, for last year? There was, yes, actually, uh, we had a tornado warning uh, on Thursday, and this year. I don't know if you got it, but I did. Uh, it was a a crazy warning as well. I think this is on f- uh, Thursday night or maybe Friday morning. Yeah, there was some like weather warning or whatever, but nothing ever happened. But um, yeah, I, I I never got any warnings when I was there. Okay. Somehow I did. I don't know. Last year we had a tornado warning on like Wednesday night. That was last year. I remember and some. One guy came out with his camp from Southern California was trying to film the uh, the, the tornado that we had outside the uh, hotel. So. Oh yeah, one of the storm chasers, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was last year. So mm-hmm. I don't, this year was pretty. It was pretty calm. The weather actually between the hotel, just hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like I just slept outside. I was like, oh, okay, this reminds me of home in the summers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, okay, just a bit to go. Um, there was another live comment out here, especially from Ali, that I got to read. The most super fun thing that happened at FFA for me was the skid that me, Avira, and Magnus did. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, that was great. Well, <laughs> you got a picture of it? Oh, that's right. Oh, there how cool is that, man? Yeah, we totally rock it. <laughs> I passed by and I looked at that. I'm like, how are you playing? How are you playing those with, with those gloves? How it's are you hard. doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, I, I look, saw those look, look at Braxton in there in the middle. He's just like, oh, he's totally in the groove. Like I saw that and I'm just like, how are you doing with the gloves? And then I'm like, oh wait, maybe you have a different type of glove where the fingers go through. <laughs> Speculation. Hmm. <laughs> it's all called. It's something called performance magic. There you go, <laughs> magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a blast with that. That was so cool. I, I I wasn't able to sing or anything because I was more focused on like the moves and like doing other stuff. But yeah. Oh, and then there was another skit too. Oh, the, uh, but Ali, oh yeah, oh, she did such a great job with that too. Oh, look at how cute she is. I love it. <laughs> I, I've got no singing talent at all. If I jumped out there, I'd be like, "Where the light shines." <laughs> no, I mean, hey. 
for the um the karaoke on Friday. Yes, oh, yeah. I wanted to do that, but I couldn't because I was uh, staffing the game room. I was going to sing "Strange Animal," but I was oh. way too dead <laughs> to be able to do you, it. You, you, you know what? Um, even though it was um, pretty much a uh, '80s theme. Um, I had the uh, privilege to sing uh, my favorite song, and that was um, Nothing Else Matters from Metallica. And uh, um, people there actually loved it, actually. Uh, they, they were saying, like... Um, That's a good choice. <laughs> Yo, right on. Absolutely. Good. And, um, and uh, e even Doom Guy was like, even though that's not 80s, but hey, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll still take it. It was great, you know? <laughs> so Oh, I, that's I, incredible. I really, yeah, I, I, I was really thankful for that, that they allowed me to uh, do that. <laughs> <clears throat> of course and i guess i would say another like one of my last highlights from ffa like one of the most coolest things ever was being able to meet jolt in real life because you know we've been friends for like half a dozen years you know we've been doing our podcast for so long and just to see him in real life in person be able to chill and like you know go to a dance party and stuff like man that was really special, and I'm going to remember that forever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was so great. Yeah, Joel, I... please, Joel, please, please, please come back next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, every four years, yeah, we did discuss this. I thought I was scheduled to come back in 2027 just to keep the pattern alive. Yeah. Thank you very much. But that might soon change, depending on how much you guys. Kept requesting me. Uh, you know we all, love you. we all love you. Since we're on the topic of FFA and stuff, um, yep. I know that two Griffin attended last year, and I know that I heard that his medical condition is not doing so well. Yes. So for, for those in chat, if you are able to go over to his YouTube channel, talking about his medical condition, do your best to actually spread the uh, spread the word about it and see if you can't help him out. Like no one deserves all that, you know. People should be living their fullest lives, happy lives, and definitely deserve the medical coverage and attention and treatment that they need. So, you know, definitely help them out. You are totally right. You know, I, I saw that video. I believe it was posted during the weekend of free-for-all. And he was talking about his medical condition. And, yeah, it looks it looks pretty bad. And I, I'm just hoping that he's going to be okay. You know, I don't know. Hopefully. I know he's yeah. very dedicated to like doing his gaming videos and like you know, providing for his audience, which he's very good at doing that. But it's like when you're going through, you know, some some horrendous stuff like that, you know, definitely need some support for sure. The world has been very rough since 2019 when COVID hit. Oh and yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. If it's 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 a ah, sorry for the stuttering. I know it has especially impacted the furry community the most. Because considering that a lot of furries are not especially are not specially extroverted in nature, a lot of furries are very introverted in nature. And I will say free for all was the first furry con that I attended. I am kind of in the middle grounds when it comes to extrovert and introvert. I will say for those that if you hate FFA, that's fine. Everyone has their criticisms. You can definitely throw it. Uh, tell me your opinions about it. That's absolutely fine. The one thing that I will extend the olive branch is do not try to 
vehemently dissuade any up-and-coming furries from attending any kind of con. You can suggest ones, but I I wouldn't even tell any up-and-coming furry not to go to a con because that is that is not my decision to make to tell other people where they can and can't go. You have freedom to travel. You have freedom to go where you want. I hold that belief absolutely. Go where you want. Go where you think you'll have the best time. And if you want to go to FFA, I encourage it. It's a it's a smaller convention. It's not as big as Anthrocon or Eurocon or any of the other cons in New York, uh, Chicago, Illinois, California, and stuff. It's one where it's small, modest. You can get your feet wet, find out what it is. If you like it, you like it. You can come back. If you don't, understandable. We uh, definitely be happy to have you for your first time. And you can definitely search out the other ones. I, myself, I'm going to definitely keep volunteering for FFA, but uh, I definitely will volunteer for other cons because I'd like to get more people, establish more connections because there's, there's a lot more to the world than just being angry. Because you yeah. don't go to the cons, you don't go to cons just to be angry at people. I can guarantee a lot of people who get angry at FFA, I would ask them, you don't go to fur cons to be angry at people. They would say, no, obviously not. And of course, they'll say, but and it's just like, well, it's not, but you exactly. Go with your friend, it, you go there with your friend. Well, that's you the thing, man. You know, uh, yeah. free for all is free for all. You know, everyone's welcome, no matter what. <laughs> You think, you know, who you voted for, no one cares. You, know, you leave your human crap at the door. We just Wanna be go to our con, uh, party for a weekend, make some friends, and have fun. That's really what it's all about, man. And that that's amazing. Have fun yep. and all that stuff. You did mention you were at Free For All in 2014, did you, Evier? Free For All in 2014? Uh, well, no, no, no. I'm oh, sorry. F -A, F -A. Uh, that, that's Fur Affinity United. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a backwards. Yeah, yeah like uh, for Affinity. That was uh, the only one I attended to on my list is FAU. Oh, you were there too? I think I was there. I was the Purple Dragon there too. Oh, I maybe we, we probably met there at some point. Did, did you go to my panel uh, for Sona Psych? I remember it, but I don't remember the exact because... Uh, oh, that's okay. You know what's pretty cool about that? Uh, Dragoneer had to open up half of the panel doors because too many people were attending that we had to... Like double it. Oh, but I remember meeting Dragoneer there. That's how I know what he looks like in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a room party too going on that. Night. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, that was the first time I I did the Persona Psych panel, and I'm so glad it worked out at Free for All this year. You know, a lot of people. I hopefully you know they learned something, and um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun doing it. But yeah, so. Like I've I've talked to some people. I've even had first that I talked in the Discord who I've said like, "Hey, I went to free for all," and it's again, it's understandable. Yes, they'll they'll kind of recoil back and they'll say, "Eh, I haven't heard positive things like that." It's just like, well, absolutely. It's in the same manner that if you turn back the clock before COVID and all that all that stuff, you know, Anthrocon had some very negative things that happened with the staff and maybe some of the suitors there. So if you turn back the clock and you tried to put it in the same place in time now and said, Hey, I'm going to Anthrocon. And if you took those p same people in the same situation on the staff for the things that they did, most people would do the same thing. They would recoil back and they say, eh, I don't know about Anthrocon. And I would still hold the same beliefs. I'm like, 
the Anthrocon is just like an invisible entity. You go there for your friends to experience experiencing. You're not going there to meet the person that you don't like. You no one no one goes to it goes or gets close to a person they don't like. That's not how we work as individuals. We try to avoid uh, void confrontations, things that can escalate or get people angry or upset. We often try, we want to be more positive and happy than anything else. And those that, that kind of enjoy drama, that enjoy inflicting pain and hurting people, those are, by the medical term, those are sociopaths, psychopaths, all those kind of stuff like that. Those are the people that are not really allowed at the cons, and rightfully so, because they cause more conflict than is necessary. It, it drops enjoyment and stuff like that. And most of these cons, they're private events. There are events that you, while they're open to the public, you pay to enter and stuff like that. So a lot of people can have issues like, well, if it's opened up to the public, it's like, yes, you are free to enter when you pay and then you are attending and that stuff. But once you kind of break the rules or do anything like that or anything, it's just that you kicked out. So when a lot of cons, especially when I know, and especially I'm like reading chat and stuff. So when most people say it's just all it's open to everyone or they use the phrase open to almost everyone. It's just like, we don't want people who have been convicted of certain crimes. Uh, Anthrocon will feel that way. Uh, right. Yeah. Tales, of and, Tales and tornadoes will feel that way. Eurocon will feel that way. And it's just that as a community, we have to find the right line of what is permissible and what isn't. And you also have to go by a case by case basis because when you take a broad stroke to it saying, okay, this person did a car crash and the person that they ran into the car, that person died. Well, now you have to say, were they drunk while doing it or did they intentionally doing it or was it an accident? Because you can't just uh, jump in there and say that like, well, this person did this and then you apply it to everyone else down the, the road that got into a car crash and stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Uh -huh. One thing, um, I'm looking at the time right now, and um, right an hour. as much as I would love to keep rambling on, as much as we would love all of that, I think it's high time, you know? Yeah, it's been up. an hour already. Mike, we're just You're so just much full of hype and positive energy, you know? We can, we can talk about this for hours, but yeah, we have I a schedule know. to keep. I know. So, oh, in yeah. that case, um, <laughs> we've got time for a closing a statement from all of our attendees just just with free for all and others so um, one at a time who would like to begin quick closing statement just... uh, how about you blade you, you want to start yeah blade sorry about that i had a little muted i was coughing still sick <clears throat> what oh, do I goodness. want to start with? What with like uh what like yeah, the end of this or just some closing statements you know overall uh you know, what you thought maybe about this year, plans for next year, just just a, a few sentences, whatever. Uh, so the closing statements I will say with this, again, with COVID hitting people hard, it's kept us quarantined. It's kept us locked up. It's kept a lot of people in their homes where they couldn't talk with their friends in person or close ones or anyone that would go out and have fun. Do your best to try and help them out. In this situation, it, most people say, well, 2019 was long ago. That's about four years. Four years can go by a long time. If, I know if you calculate that down into days, that's about 1,200 days. But that's that's a lot of days people remember being alone. 
being isolated and most with nothing where they are staring at social media where they get bullied, harassed, ostracized, threatened, doxxed, all that kind of stuff. The best way you can do it is to get yourself out of that lonely stump. Call up your friends. Talk to them. Say, hey, let's plan a trip. Let's go to Yellowstone. Let's go to a furry convention. Let's go and watch a movie. Let's go take a hiking trip. Pull them out of the house. Walk around. Get some fresh air. Have some laughs. Have some miles. Take some selfies. Uh, create a photo album. Just just have fun. It doesn't have to be FFA. I, I work at, I'm volunteering at FFA. I encourage you to go to any fur con that you feel comfortable at. Just, you can choose FFA, you can choose Anthrocon, you can choose T, uh, TTFC, Eurocon, anything. Get out, have fun, smile, laugh, because there are a lot of people that came to FFA and as a first time person working there, a lot of them were scared. Not just because of the con, but it was because a lot of them genuinely thought that when they walked out of that con, they thought they were going to get stabbed on the way home. That's that's the fear that they had, people. And that scared me, too. That the fact that that the separation of COVID and allowing people who genuinely enjoy fear, who enjoy people having the fear of being shot or killed for going to a con that someone else doesn't like. And I had to ask them, was it just FFA or was it another con? Turns out there's some lingering effects from Anthrocon, from one from one staff member that when one person went at the time when one staff member did something bad, that's still a lingering effect. Why would you go to Anthrocon because of this one staff member? Oh, you're a freak. You did this. You did that. That's that's disheartening. Why would you go to that length to terrify someone where they're so scared to leave their house? You may not be directly involved, but sometimes you do have to stick a hand out and help someone. I was there at FFA, and, so, and there was this nice lady that gave off a speech that had had me broke down in tears because I suffer from that too because I genuinely thought no one would care enough to hear me out with my struggles. And I actually had to extend my hand out to some of the con attendees. They had troubles they were struggling with. They had fears they were struggling with. What's going to happen to me when I leave this con? How will they think of me? What will they do? Will I not be able to get a job? Will I lose my health insurance? Will I not be able to pay food for myself because no one wants me to work a job? I encourage the majority of the fandom, this may not go viral. That's fine. No one doesn't. Ha no one has to listen to me, but I encourage people, don't do that. Everyone has a right to have access to health care. Everyone has a right to work, to provide for themselves, to provide for their brothers, their mothers, their sisters, their grandmothers, their grandparents, to provide for you if you're a roommate. Because you can't get angry at someone for making a choice. Most people can. Most people you say you will. There's a difference between taking an action and hurting someone and just making a choice on where you want to travel and where you want to spend your time. So long as the person isn't actively harming someone, threatening someone, you know, threatening their livelihood or something like that for just having a simple choice of where they want to travel, leave them be. And don't stress yourself out over it, too. You don't have to like everyone and you don't have to have everyone like you. And that's fine. Right that's on. Absolutely man. fine. Right on. So so going for, going into the next year, do that. You can give FFA one try. And if you don't like it, absolutely fine. No problem. 
you know, at maybe Anthrocon's more of your savvy, maybe Tails or Tornadoes, Eurocon, that's absolutely fine. We all have our own little places we like to go and hang out. Maybe FFA maybe maybe will be one of them. Maybe not. It's up to you. Your freedom of choice, your freedom to travel. You have control of your life. I don't. Nobody else does. Amazing. All right. Uh, Drake, uh, any uh, closing thoughts about yeah, what happened last week? I have a few closing thoughts. This, All right. this, this con reminds me of a lot of excursions back in the PPRS days. It's a whole other side of me that you could try to find on the internet. It's probably still there. And we had a lot of small excursions, and it was fun with a small team, and I really loved it, hanging out, learning the insides of how things work. Um, and I do want, and I'll close with the fact, I do, I do like the theme for next year of being a cyberpunk theme because that allows guys like us to uh, play around with LED magic, as we call it, <laughs> and fun magic with lighting. So I'm going to have some fun with the theme department for next year, as well as uh, Reg. So I think I think I'll end it there for for tonight. Groovy, groovy. All right. Oh, I guess. Uh, Jay's out. Well, we'll just um, leave it to you then. He, he might be back. But sure, sure. Um, I would say uh, closing statements. I just want to give a, a big thank you to um, everybody involved. You know, we've gone through a lot of adversity and all kinds of crazy stuff, you know. But hey, hashtag uncancelable, right? Free for all is here to stay. And we had an incredible party. I really want to thank Blade for doing an amazing job with the con store, with their auction, Drake, for <laughs> everything you've done as well to help, uh, being on staff, that was amazing. Uh, Jay, for helping out with Cody's panel, with our panel, the, the, the Raiders Rambles, that was great. And man, I had so much fun this year. I, like, honestly, even though, yeah, it was smaller than last year, but I had, it was a much higher quality. My goodness, I can't even imagine just how great next year is going to be. And I'm looking forward to it. Guys, I hope to see you next year. FFA! FFA! FFA. Yeah! Heck yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah, bro. FFA indeed. All right, Jay, still here? Yes, I am. Um, so, All right, what's your that. closing statement from the Free For All 2023 and just overall? Um, you know, again, it, it was definitely a big success. I mean, even though, again, it wasn't that big this year with the numbers. But, hey, you know what? Again, we still pulled it off. We still met our goals. And, uh, uh, you know, again, it was just so great and wonderful to see you guys and see my friends and be with you all and hang out with you all. And, um, again, be, be with the panels, uh, the, the two panels I did with uh, Joel and Avira, which, again, I, I'm so thankful I, I got to do. And I really appreciate you guys allowing me to be there with you guys. And uh, um, also, again, and to be part of Cody's panel and um, do that really awesome thing as well. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was just so blessed to, to be there again. And uh, um, I'm looking forward to next year. And uh, I hope to see more people come as well. And uh, we can all hang out and have a great time. Heck, yeah. Let's do it. That's it. Let's do it. Now, I said it myself, and I'll say this again, and I said this on um, when I was live at Free For All. Numbers only tell a part of the story. And even with the numbers that we got, 
I was not disappointed at all with the um, overall turnout and just the overall, just how everything happened. So at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be the biggest party. What matters is this is our party. Heck yeah. Yeah. And it's our time to shine. But apart from that, though, free for all, next year, theme, Cyberpunk. It's happening. Get excited. Amen. Yep. That's right. Get hyped. Cyberpunk. Let's go. Looking forward to the future. <laughs> hopefully by then, uh, hopefully by then I'll actually have my very first uh, fur helmet. I've got plans uh, from a buddy of mine. He's going to try and see because like I was interested in like a cybernetic like helmet they're making and stuff. So I'm going to see how like a, sh- a cyber shark helmet turns out. Oh, there you go, Lovely. man. All right. So, as always, you can find episodes of the Raiders Rambles on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Player.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. Thanks to you all for, um, just for making this happen, for making an awesome time happen. And from us to you, farewell, and I hope to see you at Free For All 2024. Woo-woo! Yeah, later, guys. Roar.